Welcome to the Sales, Business, and Leadership Lab podcast, where we explore a variety of topics with incredible guests, all aimed at helping professionals to achieve maximum success. Let's go. All right. Well, we are... Are we live? We're live? Are we? We're live. Are we, we are live. Here. Live and ready We're to live. go. All righty. We're live on the Sales, Business, and Leadership Lab podcast of a good friend of mine, Don Weimer. Very good. So very cool. Let's switch gears here to creating a system. Creating a system. System, system, system. System, system, systems. And I want to just start by saying, not think of what we're going to tell you, but it's not just a technological system. Hmm. It's a, a system. What I mean by system, I mean a repeatable, scalable process that you can teach and replicate easily. And why I added that second part that you can teach and replicate easily is because just because a system works for you doesn't mean it will work for your team when you scale, when you grow your business. Okay? So you want a system that is scalable. Because if, if I have a 45-point checklist and only I know what all those things mean, I can't train any staff, right? So well, I, I can't scale that process. So that's what I mean by a system. Que- question one that I have with every agent is, do you want to scale, right? I think that's the, the beauty of Keller Williams is that, that you know my goal as a team leader, Ronnie's goal here in this operation as a mentor and coach is that we talk to the individual agent and discuss what their business looks like, what their vision for their business is, and then we helped craft that using the models in mm-hmm. MREA, right? The there, there, are, agent. there are you know many agents that don't want to have other agents working for them. Mm-hmm. They, they will be perfectly happy working uh, solo as a solo agent, maybe or maybe not with transaction coordination and a virtual assistant, mm-hmm. right? Or an assistant in general, um, which is fine. Um, but when we talk about growing a real estate business and even for an individual working with anyone other than you yourself, so if you have a transaction coordinator or if you have a virtual assistant or an in-person assistant, if you haven't documented Mm -hmm. your system, your question. I was having a conversation yesterday with one of our agents who's thinking about scaling. And the conversation went right down the path of, okay, uh, she said that, that, well, when I I talk to a seller, I've got specific questions that I ask. I said, do you have those written? She's like, no, I just asked them. I said, okay, well, those are the first things we're going to start doing because she wants to bring on people to help her in her business. She wants to bring on licensed agents as part of her team. So she expects, and 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 again, the the conversation I I had with her also was, my people work with me because of me. I said no, true but not. The people work with you because of the service you provide. That's actually one of the myth understandings. It is one of the myth understandings. You have a video on that. Shameless plug. <laughs> you should check look, out our video. Check it out. Um, so the conversation then went down to, well, let's talk about what that looks like. And she kind of understood it. Let's, let's get those questions. Let's get your processes streamlined, written down, documented, so that as we bring on leverage, right, virtual assistant, transaction coordinator, showing assistant, whatever it is, 
that they're doing things the way you'd expect them to. 100%. And you can coach and teach them to do that. So yes, having a system in place isn't just, it, matter of fact, very little of it is the automation piece of it. Got it. And so I have here, how important is it to build a repeatable system specifically in the lead generation process? Vital. <laughs> yeah. When we um, talked about that a little bit earlier, yeah. you know, you've got to have, once leads come in, they certain things have to happen. You have to be alerted. You have to call. Emails go out. Text goes out. Maybe an automated search of some kind. They get put in a neighborhood search, whatever program you're using. Um, a lot of things have to happen. Systems, systems and blocking the time or allocating the resources necessary to do it, I think, mm -hmm. is the other key. A lot of agents that I know have systems in place. Uh, they have smart plans or action plans in place that trigger when leads come in. Uh, they get busy. They don't make the phone calls. They get backed up with tasks. Opportunities lost, right? Um, so you have to know that that having the system documented, planned out, and working is great. Working the system is is equally important. I think that's where a lot of a lot of agents kind of miss and don't miss convert opportunities nearly as highly as they could. Yeah. Um, you know, when when we talk about you know a high functioning team. Uh, you know their conversion rates are astronomically higher <laughs> uh, than 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 many for that purpose. They've got the systemized process. As a solo agent, um, time blocking is is a vital part of yeah. your system, right? You've got your system planned out. You've got the text messages, emails, your tasks, um, and then blocking time to do the necessary follow up, do the tasks, make the phone calls is a huge part of that system. As you scale that time blocking allocation shifts, right? So now it's the same system. And you know, to generate this many leads, this many phone calls and this many leads need to be followed up on. But now it's not you doing it, you've systemized it so that now you have a virtual assistant doing the outbound calls or following up on the text messages mm -hmm. or starting the smart plans. You've got buyer's assistance or, or helping you show properties, now you start leveraging those pieces out that you were doing. So you start building it as a solo agent, you develop it, you use those same blocks of time, you know that, and let's just use round numbers, to generate 50 deals this year, I've got to make 4,000 phone calls. I'm there just using that as an example. It takes X number of hours to do those 4,000 phone calls. How many of those 4,000 hours am I going to do as the Personally, agent? Personally, yeah. And then how many of those hours do I need to allocate to a leveraged person, whether that's a, a showing assistant, a licensed assistant, or a virtual assistant, or somebody who's sitting in your office? But that's part of the system. That is part of the system. You know, having thought through how you're going to attack the problem of outreach, follow-up, calling the sales process, right? The nurture process, whether it's, Hey, um, if the lead doesn't talk to me in five days, I want to send an automatic email that says, Hey, did we drop the ball? We couldn't connect. Was it on me? Right? Maybe, maybe if it's a, uh, a low credit, low funds person who doesn't have enough credit or funds to buy a home, maybe it's a monthly newsletter on financial health. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's an outreach plan to get back in touch with them when they're ready to buy. Maybe someone who's renting. Maybe it's a series of tech messages about uh, or emails about the rental market and how they should get out of it and how I can help them. So whatever that system that you want to use is, create it. 
mm-hmm. consult with somebody that if you, and again if this is all very foreign to you just call us we'll help you out not <laughs> a problem at all um but there's ways to engage clients past two three four missed phone calls oh and you know it, what i mean it, and it has to be more than just again your product is you it's your value mm-hmm, proposition mm-hmm. right so you have to deliver things outside of real estate yeah so in your in your um outreach uh, it, it needs to be things other than are you going to buy, you're going to sell, you're mm-hmm. going to buy, you're going to sell, you're going to buy, you sell, right? Whether that's seasonal information, whether mm-hmm. that's uh, neighborhood information, the more the, the the more control you have over your lead source, the more specific you can be in terms of delivering that information. That's why I was saying when you start creating your own lead gen, if you understand the mofer, if you understand why they came into your system, if they understand where they're looking, you're now able to deliver quality information outside of just real estate. 100%. Yep. That's um, why farm areas were and still are so big, right? Don't don't shotgun things and, and, and scattershot throughout the area. Start developing farm area by farm area by farm area. Get your processes working, and now you can hyper-target that, right? So if, if, if we're in... Maitland, Longwood, Altamont Springs, wherever, and, and you know, I, I decide I'm going to start in Maitland, just using that as an example. Uh, I can create content for them. I can create um, ads, marketing materials about what's going on in Maitland, new restaurants in Maitland, you know, what's going on in, 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 in the Chamber of Con- all different kinds of things having nothing to do with transacting in real estate, but specific for them, right? And I can I can spend the time creating because that's where I focused that piece of lead generation, mm-hmm. right? And then you expand it to another area and another area and another area, and, and sooner or later you've kind of yeah. And then part of the that. system piece is mm-hmm. categorizing, organizing those leads with different kind of tags mm-hmm. or identifiers in, in your system that will make it very easy. Well, right? that, for and, example, and the urgency levels. Right? Yeah, the urgency. I mean, yeah, saying, <laughs> and we'll get to that in the CRM piece. So CRM follow boss. Um, uh, also, command command. Is, command is fantastic for single agents, a hundred percent, and it's, it's even free great for teams. with Keller Williams. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, so working with these leads, it's very important to have automatic action plans, email campaigns, targeting, um, and and seeing what your open rates are. Is an email being opened? Is it a good email? Right. Um, looking at the engagement from the customer back. Has anyone called me about the email that I sent out? Um, information capture, maybe. Uh, capturing what times people are opening emails and opening your searches to know when the best time to engage them is, right? Um, you know, I have here really quickly uh, systems for recruiting, right? Systems for onboarding. If, you don't, if you're running a team and you're running a real <laughs> estate company, whatever the case <clears throat> is, Having a system for how you're going to recruit, onboard, and train your staff. Yep. Exactly. Isn't that the number one re- number one when they survey people and to why they leave jobs? One of the top reasons was the onboarding and training process. Yep. People that leave jobs early, it's probably because that because there was a, a big question mark or a missing piece or they weren't trained properly uh, at the onset and they felt lost in their job. I I think in largest part. The, the training the training piece, the reason they leave, honestly, is because they didn't transact, mm-hmm. right? The reason they didn't transact <clears throat> is because they didn't get the training they needed mm-hmm. in order to nurture those leads. I think that's why we're being as successful here as, as, as we are, 
is we've got that process worked out. We know how to get them in the brokerage. We know how to get them moving. We know how to get them trained and productive. I mm-hmm. think that's the big thing. When we were talking about the um, the email read rates and all that, big advocate of email. Uh, sad part of it is that that a smaller percentage, smaller and smaller percentage of emails get read, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be very specific about the content um, in a TCPA compliant manner. Let's not Correct. violate TCPA. Um, telephone and text messages are key, right? Within um, command, uh, it has an interface with Twilio. So we can actually have systematized text messages mm-hmm. going out from within command that 98% of all text messages are read, mm-hmm. right? So if you're delivering your content, your message in a way, at least knowing that they're seeing it. Um, in follow-up boss, you can send out the initial text, but after that, uh, there isn't an integrated way to send out text messages within within follow-up boss itself. However, there is call action. Shout out to you, Jesse, right? Call action integrates directly in command. It allows you to send text messaged act- action mm-hmm. plans in place. <clears throat> and we've been successful using that too in terms of those necessary touches to get somebody to respond. To respond to, yeah. Yeah. So that's the key, I think. And, 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 listen, and it's a multi-touch first, prospect. After the first, second, third engagement, if you have no response, it's not your fault. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? People get busy. They have lives. They have jobs. They have family. They get busy. So you got. that's why you have to keep going. 12 touches before a response. 12 to yep. 15 touches, attempts, calls, phone, phone calls, text messages, emails. 12 organic touches is typically what it's going to take to get a response. And mm. most salespeople stop at six, three. Well, yeah, yeah. fewer than six. Fewer yeah. than six, yeah. Typically, I, three. I think I think on average, and I, I forgot what the stat is, but but most people stop at three to four. Uh, at five to six, you have increased dramatically. Your your <laughs> yeah your your, your opportunity yeah. to convert at twelve. So you're there. Let's talk about organization. Oh, yeah, we we've, we've bought the leads. We have the CRM. We have the system. Blah blah blah. Um, organizing those leads, I like to organize them in, again, everyone has their process. I generally think of leads in two categories, now business, later business. And then between those two categories, I have a subset of Mm -hmm. who am I showing to, who's pre-approved, who's a hot lead, who have I wrote an offer for. I have very specific stages for that. Then I have Nurture long-term, nurture six months, nurture three months, low credit, low funds, nurtures, a whole process of that, you know. And then I have my people that are out of my funnel, like they're a realtor, that kind of thing. So I think of now business and later business. um, That's so important in organizing in your CRM. Uh, Tell me a bit about that. How, how, what do you think about organizing people in the CRM and and how that will help your pipeline? Well, I mean, it's, it's, insurmountable in terms of you have to manage the most valuable leads and mm-hmm. those are the now business. So if, I, if I'm setting up a system uh, and I'm setting it up as an agent who is going to scale, right? Setting up a team or I'm, I'm setting myself up for success to bring on other folks. I'm focused on, on the, the now business, the, the, the today to 90 day I'm, I am personally engaged with them for the most part until you get to the point that you can't be engaged with them all and then you bring on licensed help, right? Um, the not now business, I'm relying on technology and assistance 
to continue to nurture those relationships on my behalf, to monitor the database. And we're talking as your database grows, it becomes insurmountable. So having those two definitions, now business and later business, as you scale, it's going to become even shorter windows, right? Yeah. Um, and that's where we talk about, you know, hot prospects versus nurture, long-term, short-term, bad credit, low credit. There, there are certain ways that you manage all that. But deciding for yourself what time frame, how far down the funnel someone is to warrant you working with them, whether that's from the buy or the sell side. Um, and then having the systems in place, having the people in place for those that you're not working with to continue to, to, to monitor, nurture, respond, be there for, make sure that, that all of that gets dealt with. That's how you are going to sustain that database of, of long-term success, right? I think, and, and that's the goal. In, in real estate, are you here for a year or a career is, is yep. what I say, right? Um, you have to have that long-term. And if, by, by separating those two, you're in a much better position to transition off the later business and you focus on the now. So as you get started, if you've got that rooted, um, and then as an individual agent, you're able to dedicate the time necessary as well, right? My first focus is the now business, and then I've got time to go in and work my later business. But exactly. right now I'm dealing with my tasks. And, and also gives you, if you're able to separate now from later, it gives you every morning at 9 a.m., or 8 a.m., you start your day of a pipeline meeting with yourself or your team and saying, hey, here's what I have to do today. Here's what I have to do later. And maybe Thursday is my follow-up day. So Thursday, I hit my later business. Monday, I'm going to hit my, my my showing appointments. By Thursday, I'm hitting my show, trying to book showing for the weekend. Whatever it is, however you time want, block, you want to time, time, block, time block, time block, and do stuff. But it gives you a way to organize your daily routine. Yep. And that's vital. Agents who don't have daily routines are going to lose. Because you have to every morning have a daily routine how you start your day, right? Looking at your business, who I'm going to call today, who I'm going to show today. Oh, I haven't talked to Jesse in a while. I'm going to call <laughs> Jesse. Or, hey, I, I haven't shown John a house in a while. Got to call John. That's how you start. And and being organized is the beginning of your start. Yep. Right? Without the system, you're you're destined not yeah. to – I won't say failure, but you're, you're destined not to generate the amount of wealth you could mm -hmm, mm -hmm. with that system in place. Absolutely. And, and once you have a system in command or in follow a boss or whatever kind of CRM you're using, Excel spreadsheet, don't recommend it. Um, <laughs> but ha once you have your thing and you want to have a team, now it's about engagement from the team – whether it's a virtual assistant, a showing assistant, a buyer, whatever it is, um, sales assistant, whatever, in whatever industry you're in, now that team can get into the system and start to interface, call leads, text leads, email leads, and you can start to look at the reporting on that. Mm -hmm. How many calls did John make? Uh, Mark had five great calls, and he that's and now resulted in two appointments. That's the next level of so the first level is just getting it started, organizing it as a solo agent. That next level is team dynamics in there. And the first level, obviously, you're doc as silly as it sounds, right? You're writing down that process. Mm -hmm. And then as you bring on leverage, you are training them to use your system based on your parameters because it's your business, right? And and there are some consistencies, but but everybody does business a little different. Yeah. Right? Um, so I think the important thing there is as you're building out your system – 
it might not seem important today to document it because you're a solo agent doing your own thing, and 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 that's great. And it, odds are, uh, most real estate agents are are not happy with status quo. They want to grow. They want to develop. They want to do more business. Um, that might not be you. If it's not, God bless you. Rock on. Make make millions of dollars doing what you do. Um, I would say for anybody who has an inkling of developing a larger business, and some people come into the business and say, I want to grow a big team. Great. Mm-hmm. Let's do that from jump. But even as a solo agent, document your process, document yeah. your system. It's it's a good visual for you. Let's, you know, let, let's play the, the hit by the bus thing. It's sad, but true. Um, let's say you're a solo agent. You've got a great business. You've been in the business for five years. You're doing it all yourself. Um, and and your systems are working well for you. You're making the calls. You've got the time. You've got this. You've got that. God forbid something happens to you, and you're not able to fill in the blank, get to the showings, make the phone calls, do whatever. It's a much easier transition at that point for you to find someone and say, here's what I do. Do mm-hmm. this. <clears throat> then nothing than to watch your business fall apart because yeah. you had a, a un, unforeseen illness, injury, yeah. whatever, that, that pulled you out of being able to do your business. Um, it just, it's, it's a sad fact of life. It happens, it yeah, is. yeah. And, and listen, let's talk about another example. Let's say you built a great thing and now you want to sell it forward. <laughs> sell your business. Well, what are you going to sell? You have a process, a procedure, you have a manual. What are you selling me? You know, so well, that's a great reason to have that stuff already documented and and your leads documented and all that kind of stuff. Your system, your team, because otherwise, what's the intrinsic value of that business? So the and and this is something I learned from from Mark King at the leadership conference. Mark King, the president of uh, Keller Williams, um, he was talking about in particular the real estate business and and. You know, a lot of agents think that, or a lot of brokerages feel that their value proposition is, or their the, the value in their business is is the business name, is them, is their person, is this, is that, is their process, is their tools, and that's not actually the truth. <clears throat> the way that real estate businesses are valued is on their database. Period. <laughs> wow. And it's not just. <clears throat> excuse me. It's not just the size of the database. Size matters, uh, but that is a small fraction of it. Uh, when, when you've got a large database and you're having your business valued in real estate, there are companies that, that actually do this. Um, they will get into your database and they will start making calls. And they will take a sampling and they'll call this person, that person, and they ask a very simple question. When you think about real estate in Orlando, who do you think of? And if they say Checkmate Realty or Ronnie Perez, you get a plus one. If they say, I don't know, or they say somebody else, you get a minus one. Wow. And then based upon that number, if you've got 10,000 people in your database and 2,000 of them answer that question as being Ronnie Perez, then they'll look at the lifetime value of those 2,000 people. And that's what your business is worth, my friend. Insane. <laughs> that is the eye opener, but also it's, it's a, key good, to the it's a good indicator of, of how successful you're being in your in your approach, for sure. And and that goes to the think about that. If you're systematically communicating with your database beyond the sale, the follow up after the sale, the continued outreach, the pop buys, the the systemized outreach, the systemized delivery of value outside of buying or selling real estate. 
over a period of years, if you continue to nurture those relationships, right, mm -hmm. how much now is that worth? So the, the system extends far beyond the lead nurturing, right? When we talk about building a valuable real estate business, having those systemized processes, having the people in place for that continued outreach, follow-up engagement, right, is vitally important to the value of your business when that time comes. Because if, if for 10, 15 years, your database has continued to be touched, outreached, value delivered by you or your team, when they make that phone call, ultimately when you're selling your business, they say, when you think about real estate, now they've been worn down for 15 years, who are they gonna think of? Yeah, for sure. And it's all about the system. This is part two of a three-part series. And as always, if you like what you heard, don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast. Take care, be safe, and we'll see you back here soon.